I think about Takashi 6ix9ine like a lot. I'd have to say in the butt, Bob. I don't know if upset's the right word. Um, Extremely fucking concerned. Hello and welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Hold on, I'm going to fuck with my mic stand here. Not a euphemism. Um, episode 265. Thank you very much for being part of our journey. We're on a journey here. My name is Brian Beckner, as I said. Uh, joined now and each and every week by our very own Ed Daly. Ed, what is up? Uh, not much. Not much. We just uh, we have another special show. In, in- I uh, yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do it's in honor of the upcoming NFL draft. We're gonna do our own game show draft today. Um, are you fired up about the NFL draft, Ed? Um, I'm not I'm fired up. Is the wrong What's, word? What are the What are the Redskins' needs? <laughs> Everything, but they need a quarterback oh. because they got yeah. they got Alex Smith a year ago, and, and then broke he his snapped, leg. He snapped his leg in half to the point where he's had like four surgeries, and nothing's taking. Like, all right, need a new quarterback. And I heard like all his money was guaranteed. So good for Alex Smith. <laughs> What the one the one NFL player that gets hurt and still gets all the money? Good for him. Well deserved. He seems like a nice guy. Uh, what they should do is this: the Reds, no, the Cardinals. They like this Kyler Murray, who's my size. Yeah, I, but, I mean, but doesn't weigh as the much. Dude, the dude plays so fucking fast. He's good. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's good. So the Cardinals like him, and they they drafted a quarterback last year, UCLA's Chosen Josh Rosen. Rosen. I would like yeah. the Redskins to trade for him. That's what I would like. Yes, I can't believe every been, team's not it's lining been up rumored. to do that. Yeah, because you would you'd have to give up like a third rounder for him. Why not? It's crazy. Like he's he was the tenth pick last year, and the only reason he went after some other quarterbacks is because he's he has opinions. Oh. Uh, I don't know if he loves football because he said that he likes to read in his free time. Right. And also he thinks he didn't think it was fair that the guys that he played with in college had to had to um, ration their training table meals because they didn't have any money. Yeah. And he thought he thought maybe they could get a little money from the university for playing football. Yeah. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Get him out of this. I'm surprised anybody drafted him at all. Which is awful guy. Uh, yeah, they and he didn't get to really do anything last and year because he, he had, had the, like, worst the worst offensive yeah, line. Yeah, the worst offensive yeah. line. They're like, well, he made some tough get decisions. Him. He was running. He was running for his life. Right. Bring him into no. DC. The guy's I'm good. All about the chosen Rosen, but I don't know if they're going to take him. Um, if I sound fucked up today, it's I'm mostly worn off. Is like I had another a dentist appointment where they had to numb Ugh. half of my mouth. I got the dentist 10 a.m. tomorrow. Not like. <laughs> I realized I got it floss for, uh, you know, I do my twice a year flossing the night before. Yeah. Yeah. You, well, you pointed you fl- out that. Do you floss? I go. I floss. Yeah, I floss sometimes, all the time. Sometimes. 
no, I floss every day. And then I go to the dentist and they're like, oh my God, what's going on in here? And I'm like, you motherfuckers. I, I, I use the, apparently I've been, I've been doing the, I have the Sonicare toothbrush. Yeah. I use, I use it twice a day. I run it the whole time until it stops, runs for two minutes. And apparently I've been holding it at the wrong angle. The hygienist was telling me today, she's like, oh no, hold it vertically. For fuck's sake. What? what? So, you know how you hold your toothbrush sideways? Yes. Everybody holds their toothbrush sideways, right? And I'm like, yeah, I thought I was all cool. I'm like, yeah, I hold it sideways. Yeah, I, I hold it sideways. I angle it towards the gums. And she's like, no, let me show you. And she gets out a toothbrush and she's like, like this. And it, straight up and down, like like uh, parallel to the tooth, each tooth. No, go bullshit. like this. Go like this. And the, uh, yeah. the bristles, they like rotate. So you don't have to go at, at crazy angles. That's what it does. Yes. I don't have I the, uh, I don't have that toothbrush. I have like a, was it Braun or you know, whatever, one of those. Right. Yeah. Oral B. Braun Oral B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to have that. that one. That one spins, right? Yes. Yeah. So fuck the angles. I hold it and it does the angles. Yeah, it does all the spinning. It spins the shit right off your teeth. Anyway, the dentist is bullshit. There was a whole thing this week in the Atlantic, this big, long piece about how there's not really any science behind dentistry. <laughs> that the I whole, you know, you, you know, the whole, cause remember you pointed out a couple years ago that the New York Times wrote this thing about flossing and there's not, there's never really been any, there's never really been any, uh, scientific studies that say yay or nay to flossing. Mostly they just say whatever. And some people, I mean, and some people just have, just like anything, some people have good teeth and bad teeth. Like, I, that's I was, 90% I, what it yeah, is. Yeah, I was talking to my dentist one time. And she was like, uh, yeah, oh, I, I, have, dentist, I have huh? a bunch of black lady. Oh, nice. Um, but she, um, she just said, yeah, I don't have great teeth. I've, I have, you know, a bunch of cavities. Yeah. There's, there's, un, they discover these tribes in the Amazon. These people have never, they, of course, they've never seen a dentist. They've never brushed a tooth. They've never flossed They've never done anything to their teeth. And they have these big, strong, bright shiny, white, perfect teeth. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, us, those of us in civilized societies, oh my God, are uh, going to the dentist and giving them a thousand bucks every time. Yeah. Uh, uh, anything, what's going on with you, buddy? Mm, not much. That's, uh, you want to get into you know, some, yeah. I had something, but I've, I've yeah. since forgotten. It can't be that important. Oh. Oh. Um, I make a note. Uh, I did notice that, um, and it's a little weird, um, that there's, uh, it seems like there's just, it's weird. This is probably the first time there seems to be two different Americas when it comes to political news. Like, oh yeah. Sometimes people read something. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to get into the Mueller report, but it's crazy how both sides have victory parades. And you're like, what? Now we're just fully, we're not, we're not, we're listening to the same thing in here. It doesn't even matter anymore. It's tribal. It's It's tribalism. I mean, this is the ultimate because now everybody's looking at the same piece of information. It used to be, well, they're selectively hearing this. Or if you hear a debate and they fact check and they're like, well, he was kind of massaging the numbers here and she was massaging the numbers there. Now everybody's looking at the same thing and it doesn't, it doesn't matter. None of it matters. I I saw a hashtag that was like hashtag fire Sarah, Sarah Sanders. Is that her name? The one with the eye. Uh, 
Yes, Sarah Huckabee. So I saw, I saw a thing because she like said one thing in the press briefing and then in the Mueller report, it shows that she said the opposite thing when she was under oath under the threat of going to jail. And people are like, fire Sarah Sanders. And I'm like, why the fuck would you fire her? She's doing exactly what she's asked to do. Like she's doing, she's doing a perfectly good job. Yeah, she's like, well, she she's not going to get fired. Yeah, but then crazy. she, then, then I saw a clip of her on Hannity, and they were having like a victory party. How well she came off? It just none of it matters. Yeah, exactly. It, do- yeah, it no, doesn't matter. Right, does. None of no, it. it doesn't matter. Nothing. No, it doesn't matter. You're not. No one's ever going to be convinced, swayed one way. Or and I, you know, I don't, I don't claim to know much of anything, but I did see a guy um, in my building wearing like a Miller Time T-shirt. It said Mueller Time like a year ago. And I yeah. pointed out to Michelle, I was like, no matter what happens, this guy's going to be bummed out. Cause oh, yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no win in it. No, for there's no win. Nobody's winning here. No, there's not. No winning happening anywhere. Uh, okay. Speaking of winners, we got a, we got a voicemail here. Is there intro music? Hold on. This computer's super <laughs> He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Whoa, he's Manuel in Gardenia. Whoa. What's your favorite line in that? Well... Now, I know the ish um, part, part cracks you up, but like of the I lines, like when he goes, he's so annoying, and you're like, oh, that's so biting, that's so mean, and then he follows it up, and then he says, plus so fucking boring. See, it's so funny. <laughs> I, I'm partial to the part right before that. I just like how he really hits no one's enjoying, and yes. you're like, yeah. he's going he's gonna to rhyme this shit. No one's in. Oh man, it's a fucking masterpiece of a thing. It's it really is great, and we have to thank Twitter user Super Lee who gave me the idea, yeah. gave us the idea. Hey, can you put that on Patreon so we can download it? And of course, I haven't done it yet, but I'm gonna do it. I might yeah, do it tonight. We do I mean we've been talking about it? Patreon subscribers are gonna get some shit soon. Yeah, we got we got some shit coming for the Patreon people. I've been ready not for least a few of weeks, which, but I think we're going to be ready. I'm ready. Tomorrow. I'm ready. Yeah, we got something going. Um, the so I will be posting that. I will. I'm. I assume it's okay with Brad in New York because really anybody could just record it off the show if they wanted it that bad. But I can. It, I'll make it much easier where you can just go to a link and just download it. You listen to that anytime because it really is. As many people have stated. It's pretty catchy, and it, it's an earworm. It gets stuck in your head. Yep. You get that song going, and you just can't. Okay, so voicemail here. Ed, pick a number between 15 and 30. 
Pick a number between 15 and 30. Yeah. Any number between 15 and 30. 18. 18. 18. Okay. We'll be listening to 18 seconds of Manuel's voicemail. Then pick a number between 1 and 180. 73. 73. Okay. So we'll start at a minute 13. Hold on. One. Oh, this is pretty. The Google Voice makes it. Oh, I went right. It's like it knows. I clicked. I clicked it, and it went to one minute. I clicked it again. It went to one minute seven seconds. I clicked it again. It went to one thirteen. We are we are operating on a next level right now. That's amazing. Okay, eighteen seconds of this. You ready? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Von Kowski. And while I am a diehard Raider fan, L.A. Raider fan, um, Robert Gronkowski is among my favorite NFL athletes of all time. The guy is a beauty. So his latest exploit was... Hey. Okay, so... Gotta agree. I, lo- I love Gronk. He's fantastic. Here's my thing. Gronk! I don't, I don't like the attitude when people are like... Act like you've been there before. Well, what, you're not supposed to be excited for hitting a home run or scoring a touchdown? Like, fuck off. I do like excitement. No, I like that. Yeah, totally. I do well, think Gronk is, yeah. is is trying a little too hard. It's a little, like, wrestler-ish. There's a little I feel too like he's much gonna have mugging a for the camera. And I, it's, it's just a bit much for me. Whereas... Um, Guys that are kind of like Baker Mayfield that show excitement. Yeah, I like. I know. I get. I it. like that a little more than like. I just feel like there's a little too much choreographing going on. It's 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 a bit much with Gronk. But he, and I I agree. But here's two things about Gronk that I'll say because it's like a lot of people. You could be like, oh, he's uh, he's choreographing everything. Like it's a work. But I'll just I'll just say two words about Gronk. That might change your mind. First word, Buffalo. Word number two, Tucson. That's all I'll say. Okay. You don't get a lot of real strategic, <laughs> deep thinkers from either of those places. He, That's all I'll say. He, That's all I'll say. He is one of uh, like three brothers that played. Uh, yeah. D1 college football. The other two yeah. brothers went to Maryland, but the good one went to Arizona. It's like, hey, yeah. why'd we get the crummy ones? And I think his dad, his dad was some kind of meathead too, like may have had a cup of coffee. Or something. Oh, was he? Yeah, something I thought like he might have had a cup, cup of coffee in the USFL or something, but uh, yeah, I know he's a big meathead like the rest of them. You know who I uh, liked, uh, yeah. who I loved, a non-Redskin that would like do some shit and fuck with the fans? I loved Randy Moss. I know he. I know he angered people. I loved Randy Moss. I was, Randy Moss was so fucking. You just throw good. a fifty-fifty ball, and he got it every time. It was amazing. Yeah, he was he was so much faster and bigger than everybody else that all he had to do was run straight down the field, and they would throw it to him for a touchdown every fucking time. There was that random year. I think it was his rookie year, where like they dusted off Randall Cunningham on the Vikings. And Cunningham just had a cannon. He just threw it up for grabs, and Moss just kept coming down with it. Yeah, like they went 15-1. and one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I was at a, a Super Bowl party, the, the one Super Bowl I went to, and Randy Moss was having a cologne launch party at some club in South Beach. And my buddy Sorry. greased the bouncer, and we all got in to this party. Yeah, nice. And nice. it was a little scary because I was at a Super Bowl party the night before the big game at a party where Ray Lewis was at. So I was a little nervous because I know he's a little ill-tempered the night before Super Bowls. Was he wearing the mink? He wasn't wearing a white suit, so I felt good. Oh, but yeah. but I was still worried being in his presence. But anyway, yeah. Randy Moss was there. And like a coworker knew I was on South Beach and he was down for the Super Bowl and he's like, Hey, you're at this club? And I said, You gotta you gotta grease the bouncer, you know, hundred bucks a person, whatever whatever it was. And then he and his goofy brother showed up and his uh, goofy brother was from Minnesota and wanted to like talk to Randy Moss and Randy Moss was like, yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't do any of this. Like he wanted a picture with him. He's like, no, I don't do any of this. And then while he's saying, I don't do this, a group of girls come up and he's like, oh sure, whatever you want, honey. And like gets posed for a picture while this goofy Minnesota guy was, was like trying to talk to Randy Moss. It was the best. It was the best. That is, and also, so and also when, when the, the guy walked in with his brother, he goes, you said it was a hundred to get in. It was two fifty for us. <laughs> like the bouncer just sized those guys. Yeah, up. it was great. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Randy Moss. His, I don't think it took, but his cologne. If you want to Google it, Grab Man fragrances. Shut up! Was, what a name! It was like a silhouette, like a Jordan-like silhouette of him reaching up for one of those jump balls. Oh, I don't feel like any of those, like Derek Jeter's Adidas cologne. Randy Moss's Grab Man fragrances, Grab Men fragrances. Uh, I just don't feel like those athlete colognes ever go. No, I I gotta tell you, I tried cologne last time. I tried cologne. I was maybe twenty, nineteen. I'm not a I'm not a fragrances guy. So I'm not a I'm not a cologne guy either. But I don't know if there's if I have an odor or something because a lot of times like I'm going to leave the house and as I'm leaving. The sauce will like be like, hey, hold on, hold on a second, and she'll grab like little cologne samples that she gets in the mail and like squirt a couple sprays on me before mm-hmm. I go. Is she trying to tell me something? Yeah, she doesn't like your musk. Yeah, I'm too musky. I smell like a man. There's a lot of man going on. I bring, I bring the musk. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a shampoo and soap guy. Yeah, of course. Okay, a couple more emails. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, this is our good friend Telly, who we were were making fun of last week because he calls in drunk, and then then he tweets me, "Hey, don't play that that I called in that that call that I made." But there's like a lot. There's a lot of build up to the the voicemail that ultimately can't get played. What's the number, fam? Fam, you're never going to believe this. This is crazy. What should I call in? Like, there's a lot of that. I'm, I've had so many Zimas. I'm Jaeger. I'm so wasted. Like, and you're like, all right, this is going to be awesome. And then it's not. And then, so he called in to, to explain. Let's check it out. Hold on. Um, oh my God. Hold on. Oh. We've got all sorts, of, and all sorts of things playing on this other computer. <laughs> I need somebody to be doing this part for me, please. Okay. Let's try again. Hey guys, Telly Two Plus here. Um, calling in to clear a couple things up. Telly Two Plus just sounding real normal. 
just like, hey, standard white guy here, <laughs> just calling nice. in, sounding white as fuck. This is your doctor speaking. <laughs> this is your accountant. You got a, nice. your tax appointments this next is, Wednesday. This is Rick down at Pep Boys. Your car's ready. He's First. he's a very generic sounding white guy. Yeah, just a regular. I like him better drunk. You could have played the voicemail. Oh, oh, what? Well, why'd you say no? Every time I asked him not to, I anticipated it. We're gentlemen. Played, and I was yeah. drunk and rambling. It would have been terrible. But anyway, and then the gummy bear shot. Oh, so then his buddy LSU Lala, who's got the timber. Oh, yeah, that, that guy's timber. Gonna- it's LSU Lala's voice fucks. Like LSU Lala's voice goes to a Randy Ma- Moss party. Grabman fragrances. He's paying it's, fifty it's, bucks to get in. Yeah, he's voice. yeah he's getting in. He's getting in the back door, as LSU Lala likes to do. And then he's getting some of Randy Moss's cast offs because he's got a timber that guy. But oh yeah, he didn't like that Telly. Two putts. I can't believe we're getting this deep into this. Drank something called a gummy bear shot. Let's hear. He's, now he's got a review. I didn't buy it. Somebody bought it for me. It ended up on my tab because I don't care. I bought them one back. Don't care. And it was good. It was good. It was don't delicious. Care. It was good. Oh. Have a good day. Oh, the scripted. Have oh. a good day. Could you be more white? Have a good day. <laughs> Have a good day, neighbor. What's the good I'll word, fellas? Be- um, I'll just be over here in a polo shirt being white as fuck. <laughs> um, and, I, you know, I would defend him more, but he was coming at me pretty hard for my golf takes. So oh, that's right. So I'll, I'll let him uh, take a beating here. Oh, um, right. I, the, the most astonishing thing wasn't the choice of alcohol. Is he sent a picture of his bill and it was crazy. Yeah. It was like four dollars, forty line items, and everything yeah. was three to four dollars a pop. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Four dollars. So, and it said happy hour one dollar. So that does that mean everything was a dollar off? So a beer instead of four dollars, a beer would have been five dollars. Amazing. Five dollars for a beer? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what. So, but I where mean, I live, a beer is twice that. A beer is a, between eight and ten dollars. Yeah, I would say where you go. things are in the eight dollar range for most of the yeah. stuff. I would say eight and ten dollars for yeah. a beer and a cocktail. You're looking fourteen, fifteen bucks. You're certainly not looking south of five dollars for a fucking cocktail. No. What? No, no. I don't care what it is. Even half off. Gummy you're not bear. Getting five dollars. No, Get out that's of crazy. Here. That's crazy. Uh, okay, it's one more voicemail here. Hold on. Hey guys and Kate, uh, this is Maddie V in LA. I'm having a problem and I need your help. Maddie V in LA. I like the local flavor D. here. V. Maddie v. v. Hold on, let's listen to it again. Make sure. Hey guys and Kate, uh, this is Maddie V in LA. Maddie V. Yeah. LA. I'm having a problem and I need your help. I think about Takashi six nine like a lot. Um, <laughs> like way. Whoa. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm just gonna let this play from the beginning because I don't want. I want. I like. I like how he just unloads on us. He gets right into it. He's got something. He's got something on his Something's mind on his that he mind wants and to share. He lets us have it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna interrupt him this time. Let's play it again. Hey guys and Kate, uh, this is Maddie V 
in LA. I'm having a problem and I need your help. I think about Takashi six nine like a lot, um, like way way more than I should. You know, I'll go on Instagram and every like recommended video is just like old Takashi doing his little thing, his little stupid dances, and I just can't get away from it. And I'm definitely not his target demographic. I'm like a 38 year old white dude, um, but I like can't stop like you know I'll like Google him all the time, and I think about him like you know five percent of my day and like I, I just think about like what, what is he doing right now is he like sitting on his bed like staring at the wall or is he like out bone with the, the guys he's locked up like, he's locked up. and like what's he gonna do when he gets out like where's he gonna live um like i spent a lot of time thinking about this and i think it's because other legends like you know cobain and biggie and hendrix they like they die in their finality right the, and they're gone the yeah. brightest but flames burn the limbo. quickest and I just can't get over it. So I need to know what to do. He's, Any ideas? What, the, what? Thanks for that, Maddie V. Thanks for the beautiful, admission. Beautiful yeah. admission. What he's saying is he wants closure. I fear we're not getting it. When I've pictured Takashi, I kind of picture that first scene in uh, Better Call Saul. I see Takashi oh, maybe yeah. working a Cinnabon in Nebraska. Cinnabon, yes. With the face tats? Guys working at mall kiosks, they might be, I mean, he's recognizable, but there are lots of people with face tattoos at mall kiosks serving you stuff. I mean, he's got a big, he's got multiple six nines yeah. on his face. I know. He's, it's gonna, it's gonna take some creativity to hide that stuff. You know, you, sometimes those uh, tattoo artists, they can, like, make it into something else. Maybe they can make the... Yeah, the, like Wino Forever after the Winona right. Ryder tattoo. Well, they could do, like, um, six... They could make the six into an eight and the nine into an eight, and he could just be like, I'm a big uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. Or he's uh, Johnny... What is it from Con Air? Wasn't that Johnny? Did you say Johnny eighty eight? Johnny eighty eight. <laughs> yes. Or he could be a rodeo clown. Just something where he's got he's completely has his face and yeah. makeup all the time. So he's got well, you know what he could do? He's so he's got a big six nine on the forehead. Right. So that could he could just get bangs. That's a good look, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. And then, so that would cover that up. And there's some other shit on the forehead too, like a name above his eyebrow. But then he's got some issues because there's something underneath. I need to find a better picture to see what it says. But he's got a tattoo directly under his left eye. I can't, I'm not sure if I'll be able to zoom this in here. It's, oh, I think it might say 6'9, like spelled out. Oh. I can't really zoom. I can't zoom that in. So that's that's that one's going to be an issue. But you know what he could do? Just get it all black, permanent eye black, and he could be like, "Oh, I just came from racquetball. It's so much glare." Oh yeah, well, he could be on the beer league softball circuit. With right? Eye black. Yeah, he's just on my way. Just always, he could always wear like the bike shorts and the pulled up socks. Mm -hmm. and like he's just been. Just came from the and, game, and guys. To be clear, not just, bicycle shorts. The gray bike, right? B I K E. Coach, 
Coach's shorts. That's right. Um, and but then now here's a here's the problem. On his cheek, well, all on the side of his face. There's all there's something too. It looks like maybe like Japanese kanji lettering or something. Even though he's not Japanese, which he should be. That's something cultural appropriation. That's something that Takashi hasn't been accused of, but. That's one thing that it really irks me is he calls himself Takashi. Right, at the least, dude is Puerto at least Rican. Be a quarter, something. Yeah, he's he's real name Daniel Hernandez. He's not even Japanese. So on the side of his face, he has the saw guy tattooed right on his cheek. Yeah, that's weird because you got diminishing returns with those uh, sequels. Hundred percent. Like I don't even. I'm pretty shocked. At first, I was going to say Jason Voorhees, but then I was like, no, it's not Jason Voorhees. He's got some red shit going there. And then it just it just popped into my head. That's the Saw guy. I've never seen any of the Saw features. He, that's going to be a tough one to cover up. I don't know what he does about that. Um. Yeah, I'm looking. That's- I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Rodeo Clown might be his only option. Or what if he does? Yeah, what if he gets like those red... Like blush circles. What, like Raggedy that, Ann like, kind of? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Like the, I see. I see like where you're he gets going. One, he gets one on one side to cover up the saw guy, and then he gets one on the other side. And then he's got the bangs. He's got the. He's like, oh, I just have these. I don't know how you explain the red things, though, but I do like the whole. I just came from my beer league game. There's a real glare. Just thought of something lights. else. Playing with Jay Stu. Perfect. Yeah. Disney on ice. What? They always wear the big heads. Oh yes. Or, or, ice. or any kind of mascot work. Yeah. He could be Olaf from frozen or he could be uh Texas El-, El Paso's mascot. He could be anything. What's Texas El Paso. He could be a minor. Oh yeah. That's pretty sweet. What he can't minor. be, what he can't be is prospector Pete no. from Cal state long beach. Cause we're, I believe. Are they just going to be no, dirtbags? I mean, what, what's going on here? No mascot might be leading the thing. If we're if we end up the fucking Cal State Long Beach Pelicans, that's just not a thing. Get the fuck the Stingrays. But get can they the be? Is is dirtbags up for debate? Well, no? dirtbags is just a baseball team. But why does it have to so, be just baseball? It's good for. I don't everything. know. It should be. No, I agree with that. I'm, I might have to send the president of the college a letter. Strongly I was going to say, when you send the president something, it's not just a letter. It's got to be strongly worded. Of course. You don't, you don't, you you don't, don't come, come weak at a president no, with you letters. You don't come half-ass like that. Uh, okay, thanks for that, Maddie V. Okay, Ed, we talked about this before. I kind of gave it away because of my computer. I have a lot going on on my mm-hmm. computer. We want to do a celebration of the NFL draft in our own way here. It's the official baller lifestyle game show draft commencing forthwith. How do you want to do it? This is a 15 minute YouTube Jeopardy theme song, by <laughs> okay. the way. I mean, could just keep okay, it going. Okay, I was waiting until it ended. But I, I would say the way we do it yep. flip a coin. Okay. And we snake it. And we're drafting. Okay. And I think we, I think we keep drafting. I sent you a uh, a bank 
of shows. Yep. I'm in. And I think we I'm just do this. we do a certain amount of time and as many as many teams as that takes and then we finish with an even amount and then hopefully a listener who's better at this stuff than me yeah can make a can make, make a, a list and then you guys can, you can vote and say who has if you have i mean for people of a certain age when you had a sick day oh yeah and you were sitting home just watching TV. Oh, fuck yeah. Game shows were what you were watching most of the time. It's true. It's true. It was a daytime staple. It was stay-at-home moms and sick kids. That's that's yep. who was watching most of this shit. That's exactly right. You watch some game shows, maybe a little Gilligan's Island. Right. Yeah, the reruns your came mom's like mid-afternoon. Usually you didn't see yeah. too many in that 11 o'clock hour. That kind of thing. That was usually game shows. Yep, 100%. Uh, so all right. these you, are all game shows that, that appeared in uh, appeared in the 80s. Nin- 1980s. 1980s Head game shows. Appear. Okay. You're calling it heads or tails. I got, a, I got a coin. Okay, what kind of coin? Quarter. Okay, all right. Like something with some weight to it. You're going to flip a fucking dime or a penny on me. We would have some issues. Okay. Go ahead and flip it. I call Tails. Tails never fails. Did this time. Love ass. Heads. All right. Heads! Oh, my God. So you get picks two and three. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I'm starting with the goat that is still the goat. Yep. First pick, a given. Jep. Yeah. You got to take Jep. Number one. It, it, is the game, it is the game that you really have to work for it. But when you when you feel like you know stuff and you accomplish something, you feel good about it. You know, a lot of I these other games are kind of bullshit it. questions. You win oh, yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Jeopardy's hard. Hangman. You play exactly. Jeopardy. You you know you've accomplished something when you clean up on a category. You feel good about yourself. And totally, the best, especially the best if we're talking of all. Oh yeah, he's so condescending. Love him. A man like you. You just love when there's a French oh, yeah. sounding category. And somebody comes, he, at, comes and then, with a weak answer. Oh, he fucking correct. He will light you the fuck up. He fucking will. Uh, okay, that's that's the obvious number one choice, Jeopardy. Number two, my my choice in the first round. Got to go with. The fucking legend himself, Bob Barker and The Price is Right, without a doubt. My number two. Another fun first one to got, play. First, yeah, it's a great, well, it varies. You know, there's a lot of different games, and there's some shitty ones. There are, but, but you wouldn't have all, a, a show full of shitty ones. No, and, but all of a sudden, some fucking Plinko comes up there, yeah. and you're like, fuck yeah, Plinko. Right. Or... The one where you put the golf ball. Yep. And I just feel like I there's a lot of times where I could really get up there and get on stage by fucking somebody over with that one dollar above move. Yeah, and it must feel great to do that. Oh, it's the best. And you just know it's just the, the person feels so cucked. They're right to your right. They're like, I got this. 
3500 for the Kenmore washer and dryer. 3500 Bob. And you're like, uh, he's like, all right, Brian, and what do you say? And you're just like, oh, I say 3501 <laughs> And unless that guy goes exact, he's fucked. Yeah, he's fucked. He's, fu- he's just like, oh, fuck. I'm out of this game. Yeah. Because you can't buddy. go over. Yeah, like I'm just, I'm straight up out of this game. I'm done. I'm just standing here till next time. Or how about, Fuck off. How about when the last yeah. guy goes sometimes, or woman goes, and yeah. everybody, and she knows everybody's fucked up, and it's like, I'm just going to go $1 because I know all $1. you are fucked up. Yes. That's a good $1 feeling too. so gangster. That is the best. I, I can see so all gangster. of you are failures. I'm going $1 and I got it. Love you. it. I just love it. And then also, let's not forget Barker's Beauties. Yeah. Now, I, we're living in the Me Too era. and When he would you know. make them pull dollars out of his pants pockets. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, <laughs> Barker, Barker was from a different era. <laughs> He was, he was. And he was known to get a little handsy. They uh, paid off some some of the spokesmodels on the show, I believe. Some serious dough. Yeah, it's, you know, it happens. And I don't know how the Drew Carey thing is going. I'm sure it's great. Drew Carey you know, just seems like one of the nicest guys ago. ever. I was in a hotel. Yeah. And I saw him yeah. not, He, I gotta give him credit. He He runs a professional game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I believe it. I believe like, it. Like he doesn't I was afraid he was gonna put a little too much stick, but no, he, he runs a pro game. Yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it. He's he's a professional. But I'm just I'm just concerned about the Carries Clams or whatever they're calling the, the broads that are on the oh, show yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Drews They're not calling them bar yeah, Carries beauties or anything. Yeah, they Drews. Drews <laughs> screws. Dr- Yes, they're not. Um, I'll tell you a jarring moment of the childhood. One sick day, or a day over the summer, Barker had dark hair, and then one day he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going white." Yeah, remember that? He went. He went from dark to light overnight. Stayed with the skinny Mike. I'll tell you this. I knew growing up here in Southern California, you would encounter many people who had participated on game shows, some good, some bad. And buddy of mine, Mick Raider, mm-hmm. he fucking went on that Price is Right. And it was before I knew him. It was like in the early 90s, I think, mid-90s maybe. And the dude cleaned up. Oh, nice. He won not only, like in his... showdown? He won the showdown. He won wow. in his... In his thing, I think he won like a jet ski, and then no, I think he won a car. He won a Ford Explorer. There was always one janky showcase. Yeah, and then he went to the showcase, and he won the showcase, and it was like a trip to Ireland, another trip somewhere, a fucking jet ski, like all sorts of uh, home appliances and shit. Like he cleaned up and but then he did that thing where he's like just give me the money yeah like sold it back to the show like here or he might have sold it privately i don't know uh okay price is right my pick my pick to open round two it's tough because you want to take something that you like, but you also don't want to leave something on the board that your competitor can take 
I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to take the Richard Dawson version of Family Feud. Speaking of issues with the ladies, that's a solid one. A solid one. He was handsy. He was ha- he was he wasn't handsy. I mean, I mean he would mouth he rape was, your daughter. He was mouthy. He would, he would just fucking he would go tongue your wife right in front of you. Right, right in the front of you. Like, this is this is my wife Desiree, and he'd be like, How you doing? And he'd grab her by the hand <laughs> he and he'd go, like kiss the hand. The he'd mouth. Be like, he would Yes, and then he'd pull her right in and just give her one right on the fucking <laughs> lips. You know what that is, Ed? What? That's big dick energy. Uh it and, I mean he had the biggest of big dick energy. The biggest of big dick energy. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing about uh, that I didn't realize. I didn't realize that Dawson was British. Yes, he kind of like low pl- low keyed the accent, and then you're watching Hogan's Heroes, and you're like, oh wait, this guy's from fucking England, right? But like pre-internet, that was like the kind of rumor shit somebody would tell you on the playground, yeah. and your mind would be blown through the rest of the day. Yeah, like, crazy. Richard Dawson is British. Yeah. Yeah, Dick Dawson. I mean, that guy fucked. Who knows how many grandmas sucked him off backstage? Oh, you because know. I feel like it's a lot. Yeah, I think the number quite was a few, quite high. I liked. I mean, it was so done that European Vacation opened up with a with uh, yeah, John Aston playing at Richard Dawson, and he was like making out with the Audrey Griswold. Totally, that was, that was awesome. <laughs> Oh, that's pig so in a good. poke. Um, so I got two here, and uh, yeah. I'm uh, it's a lot to go with. I'm going first of all. I'm going with an ultimate classic, and I, I think the greatest theme song in game show history. Jeopardy is the the iconic one. I'm going Pyramid with Dick Clark. Great theme song would get me pyramid. Pyramid twenty five thousand dollar pyramid later became hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Sometimes just pyramid. Yeah, super. I think there was like a super pyramid, but it was always they're monkeying with the money. But you know it sucks because one guy probably won twenty five thousand dollars the day before they switched it to hundred. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exact. That's a really good point. But I don't know. That was a fun game to play along. Yeah. Because like somebody'd be real dumb, and you'd be like, "Things a carpenter would say," and they'd be like, "Uh, uh, your 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 order is ready." He'd be like screaming at the TV. I just found that to be a real fun one to play along with. Or they do the thing where they'd be like, "Zest." (laughs) No, you're thinking a password. Oh, oh oh, no! Yeah, what was it? Oh, Fast, wasn't pyramid hints like, too? No, well, you would say things, and it would be like things, things you would see at a oh, zoo yeah, yeah, or yeah. things. Right, right. Now the, the password was when like the 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 number. It would be like seven, and you'd be like six, like trying to get them to say <laughs> yes, seven. Yes, and people would be real stupid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pyramids also good because the proximity to celebrities. Right, I don't think it was celebrities all the time. But there were celebrity versions, right? Oh, I thought it was all the time. No, I mean there would. I thought it was one celebrity and one regular person, and then they'd take turns on who one person would be giving the clues yeah, and one person that's would be right. guessing. That's right. Yeah, I, that is what it was. So you could get like, uh, you get like, you uh, know, like yeah. Liberace. Right. You would get uh, Heather Thomas. 
Oh yeah, you would get. I feel like I wouldn't be too stoked to get Heather Thomas. Like I would be stoked. I don't think Lee knew too many facts. Right, I'd be stoked to get with Heather Thomas, but I don't think I really would want to be like playing a game of. I don't think her teachers made her study. No, (laughs) definitely not. Uh, uh, okay. I got a it's wild to me. card. Well, no, no, no. Cause we're yeah. doing, now we go. Oh, two snake two. snake. Okay. Right. I, I'm going one that is not your ordinary classic one, but groundbreaking in its own way. I'm going from 87 to 89 MTV remote control. Oh, you son of a bitch. Sandler, Colin Quinn. Who's the, who's the, the one? Oh, Ken Ober. And oh, the, well, the so there was there was multiple women. It started with the great Marisol Massey, uh-huh. and then switched later to Kari Wurr. Kari Wurr is who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such a babe, extreme but 80s. That was babe. a fun show. Very funny Silly. show. That was like an afternoon show. Yeah. I'd watch it when I came home from yeah, school. That was after school, and then that was really taking advantage of of the MTV kids, and and like really, that was a everybody watched that thing. So good. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. Ken Ober, by the way. He died? Dead. Yeah, he's dead. He couldn't he's have been died. old. No, I think he died like in his 50s. He's been dead quite a while. Hmm. R.I.P. Uh, but great show. Great choice. I'm going to go with, for my choice, a classic game. I know uh, there was one episode in particular that is legendary. I know where you're going. I know my close friend Paul is probably a tremendous fan of this show, particularly the time when host Bob Eubanks asked the couple, the husband, he said, where is your favorite place to make whoopee? To which the husband replied, I'd have to say... In the butt, Bob. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about the newlywed game. Bob Eubanks, very much a creeper. And they definitely uh, did a great job of finding really stupid couples. <laughs> yes. You know? They'd be like, what did you eat for dinner last night? And they just, they would always get different answers. It was really impressive how dumb those people were. Just what color is your husband's toothbrush? Like real, just simple shit. What's what's your husband's favorite meal? Just shit like that. And they would say, "When's the last time you made whoopee?" And if you were a remotely intelligent couple and you knew the game, you'd say last night, yesterday. You would just you would go over these things. Uh, Okay. Yes. Made love last night. You know, we made whoopee last night. We did, you know, just very basic things that you could go over. And they never got yeah. it. They were always so dumb. It would come down to like one person getting two questions right instead of one Crazy. question right. It was it was it was a it was an entertaining show of dumbs. Yeah, and it was very of a time like Eubanks. Eubanks just truly won it like if anybody was born, I believe he came out of like Midwestern radio. Yeah. He was just made to host these game shows. He had the tan. He had the open collar suit. Like the dude was just a fucking host through and through. Newlywed game is my choice. 
the pick is to me again. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go, I like the shows with the written witty banter. Okay. And celebrities on there. Okay. So I'm going to go with the 86 to 89 version of the Hollywood Squares. John Davidson? Hosted by John, the great John Davidson. John Davidson was one of those guys who was like a singer. Yeah. yeah. But he wasn't famous for being a singer. So every once in a while, he just fucking bust out a song and just start singing. He'd be like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And people would be like, oh, no, he's a singer. John Davidson's, it's like Hasselhoff. Oh, no, he's a singer. You don't realize it, but he's a singer. Uh, Phyllis Diller would be in that center square sometimes. A lot of Shadow Stevens. Shadow. Speaking of radio legend, Shadow Stevens was hanging out. (laughs) Uh, Love the Hollywood squares. And it was a lot. It was real easy where it was like we asked 87 people, you know, what was the what was what did they think or, you know, what was the. Uh, what was the right answer? And and they would always have a joke written for them that they'd bust out before saying their actual thing. Loved it. I'm a Hollywood Squares guy. Uh, I I agree with you that 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 was uh, that was on my next round. Uh, underrated, mm-hmm. and I I think it, really it, underrated. Yeah, the second version with Whoopi Goldberg. I think they kept the same people. Like it became like permanent. Yeah. I like that yeah. they wouldn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that too. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same people every week. They, like you would, you'd get you would the same have, people you would have back maybe in. A few holdovers here and there, but you would get Stiller and Mira. You would you would get yeah. new people. Uh, Waylon Waylon Flowers and Madam yes. would be in like the bottom left hand corner. Like there was some real. There's some '80s shit that would never be popular today. Now that was super big back then. Researching this thing, I I a couple of them. Um, I just wanted to see if I remembered it, and YouTube has everything, and it's oh, worth yeah. it. And I'll tell you what, Charles Nelson Riley was on every show. Amazing. Stiller and Mira were on every show. <laughs> the toupee. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was uh, oh, and what's her name? Vicky Lawrence was on every show. Yeah, and could do without her. I'm going eighty four to eighty nine. There were different versions of this show. Guy with a great head of hair, used wigs, uses it as his avatar on Twitter. Bert Convy, I'm talking about uh. super password. And that's the game you were show. hinting at before. Yes, amazing Six. show. Six. And then they'd get it wrong, and then the next time they'd just say the same thing. Six. <laughs> seven. <laughs> but another game it was fun to play from home. Convy had that beautiful perm. Again, a guy that was just fucking set up to host game shows. Yeah. But I will say, from doing early. this uh, YouTube searches, there were Convies and, and Eubanks. There are a bunch of guys that you're like, what the fuck is this guy I doing? I know. I know. It's crazy. Now, I'm gonna t- it's I'm gonna take I'm gonna take one that is uh is an odd one, but it would spark debate on strategy and you would have thoughts. I'm talking about supermarket sweep. David oh, Ruprecht, yeah. which it was not yeah. about the host. But you would see people with some terrible strategies grabbing like cereal boxes or something that would be like big and and not 
you know, cost efficient. Yeah, no. And you go uh, right for the meat. And caviar. You, you go, go right for, yes. Go. You go to the high end items. You fucking start grabbing prime ribs. Tell you what, I bought a big thing of almonds today. You could probably win the game just buying almonds. So expensive. What? I bought some almonds at the I $14. bought some almonds at the airport one time. Yeah, and and the, as I'm checking out, the girl's like, "You know these are twelve dollars, right?" And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I mean, I didn't, but I wasn't going to say no at that point." <laughs> yeah, you don't want to look like a bitch. But yeah, you don't you don't go to the middle. You go to the edges. The expensive shit is on the edges. Right. Messing around with cans of um, soup. Soup, exactly sixty nine. But you would cents. see people just sweep it all. Oh. Look how many cans of Campbell's soup I got. Well, you just you just made yourself like thirty dollars. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Just but a fun game to absolutely like, insane. Think about strategy and wonder what you do. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think American Hero Guy Fieri mm. is hosting a. It's I don't think it's exactly supermarket sweep, but I think it's like it. I'm buying what he's selling. Of course, he's Guy. Like. Yeah. There's no better man alive than Guy. He's a, just a great dude. It's all to the earth. My guy, Guy. Okay, let's hold on. I had one here that I wanted, and now I've forgotten about it, and I just see so many good choices. I'm going to go with... Um, oh, where is it? Okay. From only... Apparently only aired one year in the 80s but very popular in the 1970s. And also... I know where you're going here. The host was moonlighting, doing murders for the CIA. <laughs> and he invented a bunch of shows. Yeah, he did. The guy was a fucking genius. I'm talking about the gong show. Have you maybe heard of Cheech and Chong? Well, you wouldn't have heard of him without the fucking gong show. How about Pee Wee Herman? Also launched on the gong show. It was like a talent contest. Not like these shitty ones that they have on now where Heidi Klum pretends yeah, to be like really excited that a dude can juggle. Guess what? Ed can fucking juggle. I've seen it. It's true. I can. Not that impressive. Yeah. I mean, it is impressive. I couldn't do it. The point is, is that the gong show had fucking real acts on it. Also, had that dude. Unknown comic? That, yes. What a fucking, what a way to brand yourself as, hey, I'll be a guy that no one knows who I am. Like, my whole fucking shtick will be not being known. This doesn't seem too bright, does it, the unknown comic? Right, because he could be like, no, seriously, I'm the guy. Yeah, whatever. As I've heard 30 people say I that this week. I always think that about the uh, – remember The Magician? He's, and it was like – I used to get sucked into the show. I'd be going to bed and I'd turn it on and it'd be on. And I'd be like, oh, man, I'm watching this. Um, Magic's Biggest Secrets Revealed. Oh, yeah. And then they'd have a magician there and he, was, he wore like a wrestling mask. And I'd be like, people got to know who this guy is. This is a pretty good idea. But he had to hide yeah, from the rest of the magicians. Up. Those guys would whip him with their little magic wands. Yes, because he's giving away their shit. As I'm sitting here, Ed, I'm looking out the window of the studio. And from, it looks like it came out of my neighbor's garage. Uh-oh. A giant rat oh, no. came down. And I have a rodent phobia. I definitely a giant rat 
came down the, uh, um, what do you call it? The frond, the branch of a palm tree in my backyard and then fell to the ground and scampered away. A fucking rat. Oh, disgusting. So disgusting. That's, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get Kate out there with a the shovel <laughs> to fucking kill this thing. Jesus Christ. Oh, she's Australian. Uh, okay. She could do it. Yeah, she's not scared of that. Well, l- last time there was a dead one in the backyard. I had to have her deal with it. Uh, next one. Oh, my God. It's on top of the fence. It just ran down the fence. Oh, God. You might have to move. Yeah, I'm going to move now. Um, next one, Ed. This is very of our era. Uh oh, I'm afraid you're going to take my pick. Yep, I'm stealing it. No. This is one that if you're our age. Yes, you did. You bastard. You were watching this. this. You were like. Oh, this was my pick. You would find a way to work into a conversation. Hey, I'll take the physical challenge. I'm talking. This was on Nickelodeon. It was the first game show. I didn't take it. Strictly aimed at kids. Yeah, and they would fuck with your parents, right? Oh, they had the family double. Yeah, they would. Yes, yes. They had first. It was just kids, but they would like make you like crawl through slime, foam. Right. Yeah, slime. There was sliming going on. Double Dare is what I'm talking about. Mark Summers is pretty annoying. I got to admit, I believe he's Canadian. Yeah. A little bit of a douche. That said, Double Dare was a fantastic it, game it show in fun. the 80s that I loved. Yeah, it was And great. it was always, you always hated the kids that would like answer when it got to Double Dare. It would be like, dare. Yeah. Or yeah. no, Double Dare. And then instead of taking the physical challenge, then they'd answer it. It's like, we're only tuning in, not for the fucking questions. We yes. want to see the obstacle course. Take the fucking physical challenge, you fucking pussy. We want to see you climb some shit. Some, a greased pole or something. Now, I was, I thought you were going with this one, so I'm going to take it because I got scared because on some level, I, I want this one. Of our age, if you were a boy in this late 80s era, there was a show hosted by many people including Joe Theismann and Mike Adamley talking oh, about yeah. American oh. gladiators. They had Fucking that joust show. whiplash. Yeah. They had that yeah. thing where they were shooting tennis balls at you, like 200 mile an hour tennis balls. It would fuck you up. Amazing. And you would get these Amazing. giant people just destroying regular people. It was fun. Yeah. They had, they had all these bodybuilders that were on the show and it would be like pretty fit guys like gym guys would come on as contestants and they would like try to do feats of strength. Like, yeah, they would, they would uh, try to joust with these Bataka bats on these two, uh, on these opposing podiums, try to knock the other guy off. Or um, there was one where there would like, well, there was one where you had to run, the one you were talking about where you had to run from station to station and not get shot by this um, air-powered tennis ball gun. And that thing them. looked like it hurt. It would hurt them, yeah. for sure. And then, and then at the end, there was like, a, like an American Ninja Warrior-style obstacle course that you would run against a guy from the other team, and, but you would like climb over a wall, and then you'd have to run past these big bodybuilder guys. My personal favorite, of course, was Malibu. 
He was the he was big. He was tan. He looked real stupid. Loved his he had hair. Flowing flowing blonde hair. <laughs> uh, there was also nitro on there. Gemini who was, on was a the lot balding black guy, right? Yeah, Gemini was a bad. But then at one point they did. They tried to have. I don't know if it was just like Charles White like entered the show, or they had like name athletes, and Charles White happened to be one of them. And Charles White, I think, won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, and but he had a booger he, sugar problem. He did. He liked to smoke problem. crack. I think his knee but up. he fucked up those gladiators. Like he went on there and he <laughs> was just rocking. That. I never saw that one. He was. Yeah, you got to look on YouTube. He was blowing guys up. Fantastic. Right. Gemini's show. not stopping I, a Heisman Trophy no, winner. No, no, Charles White. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was a good show. I can't believe I didn't draft that one. Um, Great choice. And then I, there's there's a there's a lot to to go with here. Um, but I think I might go back to Convy. Ooh, I enjoyed a little win, lose, or draw. Oh, you, not a fan. No? I, it gives me stress. That show oh, it gives me stress because I can't draw. I like drawing. I, I like doodling and stuff, so I feel like I could be yeah. pretty good at that. You'd show. be good at it. You'd be good at it. You didn't want to go with the Vicky Marsh, Vicky no, Lawrence no, hosted. I am. I am anytime because I did some YouTube searching today, and anytime she appears, I get so agitated thinking about she's the creator of Mama's Family and Star. Worst. The worst. Worst show. She's not funny. Ugh, worst. The worst. That was my least Hated favorite that show, show ever. Hated it. Really despised Mama's Family. Ken Barry, yeah, was on there. Was a bad show. Ken Barry, he he was working through songs, song and dance man. Uh, okay, good choice. I'm gonna go with, and I'll be honest. I've I dropped the ball. I would I would have taken this much higher, but I'm glad it's still here. No whammies to me. Oh. I'm taking press your luck. The Peter Tamarkin hosted. It was basically roulette. The show was roulette. I mean, you, just, you really, you had to answer a pretty basic question. Right. Multiple choice. It was just watching people play roulette, playing, no, it was almost Russian roulette. And also we, um. Because people were ready to kill themselves when they got it wrong. Right. You, you get that whammy. You, you that would, whammy you would, would fuck you up. For, you would answer questions for spins. Right. Oh, that's right. Then you, yeah, that's how you got the spins. And then the famous then one, you if, would, you, if you type that into YouTube, you'll see the guy who gained the whole system. Yeah. He figured out, and look, there wasn't much technology in the 80s. Right. He, he figured out that every time it, the, it lit up the bottom left, like second one from the bottom left, it would immediately, the next one that would light up would be big money or whatever, like the most you could you get. You get the most and money he, and a free spin or something. Yeah, and he just fucking, it was, yeah, it was like when you would jump on the turtle on the first level of Mario right. Brothers that would give you like 70 million lives. Right. It was like that. He would just fucking start going, dun, 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 and just fucking gumping people all day long. On this game, and eventually they figured it out, right? I mean, it didn't, it didn't come out that he had gamed the system till later, but it turns out he had like yeah, and they had to pull it videotape because they didn't want to encourage others. Yeah, he had videotaped the show every day and just sat there and he studied the fucking tape. 
Press your luck. It was still a great show. Very exhilarating. You didn't. And the thing about that whammy guy is he he'd kind of rub it in. You get a whammy. Taunted you. Yeah, and he'd do he'd do like the icky shuffle. Like they would they would integrate into the animation like stuff from the, like modern I references. Bet, I bet they did a "Where's the Beef" reference. Hundred percent guarantee. It'd be cool if he did the if he did the wolf out dance like Teen Wolf. <laughs> Because that was that was very of in that era. Uh, okay, for my next pick, I'm gonna go with. Oh, I had one on here, and I lost. Oh yeah, this dude wore a big ass Rolex. Loved it. Really loved himself. He kind of had a mullet when it wasn't cool to have a mullet. <laughs> He's come out and as just a real modern douchebag. Um, a friend of the show used to tape something on the same lot as this guy taped this show. And he said the guy must have smoked 125 cigarettes during every break. <laughs> I'm talking about Love Connection, and I'm, and I'm drafting it specifically so I can walk onto the set and kick Chuck Woolery right He's in his such a piece fucking of shit. dick. Fuck Chuck Woolery. And Love Connection, you go back, there was actually, they'll be like, hey, Tom Selleck was a, um, actually, I think he was on the dating game, but I think Love Connection had like some murderers on it. Like, they were like, oh, this guy's, this guy's a convicted sex offender. And they were sending him off on dates with three women. Good luck, girls. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So I'll, I'll take Love Connection. Fuck Chuck Woolery. Uh, as much as I totally agree, fuck Chuck Woolery, I'm taking him here. Kind of, I kind of enjoyed Scrabble. You got back. To, oh yeah, that's a good game. You got two letters. They would pop up, and you would say E or F, and then it would put it into the thing. They would give you a clue. It was almost like playing a, a crossword puzzle, and yeah. you would yeah. you would hit like a. You would you would answer it, and then the clock would stop, and then somebody else would have to solve five words and they they would see if they could beat your time so it was kind of it was kind of a uh a game, game of skill game of skill which i like yeah. those more than the other ones and now yeah. it's getting grim because there's a lot yeah there's a lot of bad yeah. choices now you know yeah, family feud a- with <laughs> with uh ray combs i'm not i'm not i mean that's one you, you might take just for the story for you know for for ray Having a, a tough yeah. end. I'm certainly not taking the old Chargers kicker, Ralph Benershka's version. Oh, I really was really shocked. I remember when they're like, Ralph Benershka is the new host. I remember that. And I'm like, wait, kicker? The kicker? And I'm like, that's wrong. Does he even speak English with that name? <laughs> yeah. I was I think stunned they, by that. I think people were thinking that was the start of something and it turned out to be the end. Wasn't the end. The end. Um, I. I gotta say, it's kind of the same thing as the newlywed game. I'm, st- I'm going back to Bird Convy. Wow, Tattletales. you're loving that perm. Tattletales. They would get, they would get stars to oh to like tell stories about themselves. Yeah, and you, it was like the newlywed game, and then somebody would have to like agree with it. And the one I pulled up was another questionable celebrity. Oh, they not. Paul Lind was his own thing. He's not the questionable one. God, the best. 
Foster. was he was a Hollywood Squares guy. How did I forget that? Foster Brooks, you remember that, that a, guy? His oh whole rap God. was acting shit faced. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah, he pretended to be drunk, and he but he wasn't. I know. And then every once in a while, he would slip into his actual sober self. He he could never yeah. stay in character. No, it's a weird no, one, it's but, hard to act drunk. But anyway, yeah, I, I'm taking yeah. Tattletales because I just like celebrities. Uh, I like seeing them perform. If it's not going to be a perfect show like Jeopardy, I want a little celebrity action in there, like Pier- like Pyramid. Okay, so to, so to, let's wrap this up. Yeah, so, so I'm going to take my three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, let's let's go to ten. We'll do ten each. I got nine. You've got. Uh, seven, right? Okay, so I take two, and then you take one, right? You have eight, so you take two. Your last two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna take one for the team again. This is strictly for the dick kicking, and maybe check out what was going on with Young Vanna talking about Wheel of Fortune, the highest rated show. Dang man. In the 7 o'clock or 7.30 time slot, depending on where you live, for 30 years straight, it is a fucking cash cow. There are so many dumb people out there willing to play hangman. And it used to – remember it used to just be for prizes. Oh, it wasn't and even people money. were not it was, in – like It wasn't for, even money. Yeah, it would be for like a desk. They had showcases where, and it would spin around, and you'd be like, "Okay, I'll take that." You know, they're like, "You have ten thousand dollars," and you'd be like, "Okay, I'll take that stereo," and that would be like seven hundred, and you would like count down your money, and then you get once once it got under a thousand, they would just give you the rest. It was pretty weak. Uh, Pat Sajak, pretty big douche, likes to sit front row at the Dodger games. Would kick him in the dick. Um, Vanna, she had a minute. She was okay. And then I'll also take, oh, name that tune. The, the, you name that, you name that, you name it in one note. Is there multiple name that tunes? Is that the hundred thousand dollar name that tune? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I want the big money one. Name that tune. It would just play a song and you would have to guess what song it was. In the shortest amount of time, I feel like I could really tear that up or at least compete. Name that tune. Ed, the final pick is yours. What say you? Okay, this was I, this was kind of a, uh, a rip-off kind of show. Uh, how about... Oh, typing? Well, I'm just, I'm just confirming. You're really sounding like it, fancy it was, sauce. It created, con- created and packaged by Chuck Barris. Lasted from the 60s through the 80s. Oh, yeah? The dating game. Oh, fantastic game. Jeff McGregor, the host. I I looked him up to see if he did anything else. That was it. I mean, he was was in Spaceballs. He was in some movies. Oh, he's an actor. Yeah, Yeah. I guess that's it. He was an actor whose career ended as waiter number two in a 2000 movie called Mythic Hero. But Oof. he had that kind of smarmy. I mean, th- it was it was just like um, what's the other one? Dating game and what's what's the one with the killers that you you were just, love connection. Love connection. It was it was a ripoff of Love Connection, but I enjoyed it. 
Yeah, no, it was a good game. I used to watch that. I don't, I don't know what the difference was between that and Love Connection. It's the same thing, right? Different set, yeah. Different it was set, like different three bro- three broads behind the thing, and they'd be like, "What would you like to do?" And he'd be like, "I like, I would take, I would get champagne and chocolate covered strawberries yeah. and take you." Yeah, the ideal date was always beach. like a, a lot of work and not a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'd yeah, be exactly. laying on the sand, eating chocolate over your body. And it's like, but yeah. the sand? I mean, what? Yeah. Shouldn't we just, you know, do something else? It was weird. All right, I, I actually oh, did uh, write them down as we went. So my yeah, my it. ten: Jeopardy, yeah. Pyramid, yeah. Remote yeah. Control, Super Password, mm-hmm. Supermarket Sweep, American Gladiators, yeah. Win Lose a Draw, Scrabble, Tattletales, The Dating Game. You've got that's a, that's a yes. Price is Right, Family Feud, the Newlywed Game, Hollywood Squares, Gong Show, Double Dare, Press Your Luck, Love Connection, Wheel of Fortune, the one hundred thousand dollar Name That Tune. Amazing, pretty solid. Amazing. That's what a lot a of good shows. They, I guess yeah. reality TV. I, I know they're trying to like redo. I saw Joker's Wild was uh, Snoop Dogg is hosting a version. They're trying to get that going again, but that really yeah. Reality TV be. is what killed never gonna be. this kind of game show. Only shows like Jeopardy can last or yeah. Hangman. Remember when remember when Snoop Dogg dodged that murder rap? Yeah, murder was the case. Remember he, he 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 got tried for yeah. murder? He was acquitted. That was that was Calvin in a murder trial? That was Calvin Broadus. Yeah. That was not Snoop Dogg. Uh, that was the early days. All right, Ed. We are joined. She's been she's been here. She's been ready. She's been fired up. She's been she's on time and everything. Didn't even make that much noise. Then we made her wait a bit. Of course, I'm talking about our very own pop culture correspondent. Everybody's favorite, Fancy Sauce. How are you, Fancy? Hey. Hey. What's up? What's up? Uh, hey, so guys. happy to have you here today. Oh, thanks. Um, let's do a couple. I'm emails. pumped. Oh yeah, you are. I love an email. Yeah, let's do it. We have a couple emails. Some people want some life coaching, which okay. we're known to get. Hey, if you would like to reach out, reach out and let us know your thoughts on the game shows. I realized that I, I failed and I didn't take card sharks, which is basically, which is just the epitome of stupidity where it's like a two and you're like, and then they're like, higher or low, Bob Eubanks would be higher or yeah, lower. That was, that was a pretty, or it might've been a wink. Show. Yeah, it was pretty trash, but it was good. Kate, did you have game? Did you have American game shows down under? Yeah, we had like um, Wheel of Fortune, Price is Right. Yeah. Bob Barker. Did you have Wheel of uh, Jeopardy? Wheel of Fortune. Doe, yeah. Starring Wink Martindale. Nope. The Femme Barker. That was a good Bob one, Barker. too. Nope. Those are the only three I can rem- remember. Wow. wow. Wink. What a name. Okay. Quick email. Oh, if you guys would like to reach out, talk about the game shows, uh, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address, or you can call us, 949-464-TBLS. Quick email, Brian, Ed, and Kate. Those flying insects that illuminate at dusk, what do you call them? That is from Dean, first ballot TBLS Hall of Famer. I feel like he thinks that there's a I know, an I know. Aussie... N- no, 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 no. You there know what the Aussies two, call there are, two, uh, there are two ways that Americans call them. 
I don't know oh. what those are. Oh well, I, I mean, they only, we don't have any we don't, bugs that light up. We don't have those here, but we I, like fireflies. I, when I was a kid, yeah, fireflies. When I was a kid, lightning bugs on the East Coast. Oh yeah, lightning bugs. That's what that's what yeah. I was always told. And I hear, oh, really? I hear fireflies more often, so I'm guessing we're the weird pronouncing it pop instead of soda kind of thing. But I was always taught oh. lightning bug. Well, Dean is from Omaha, so that's fucking pop country. We don't have any gross bugs like that over yeah. here on the West Coast. No, they are kind of cool when we you're a kid. Do, yeah. We they do have up. a huge rat. Massive. It wasn't that big, but it was terrifying. And it see that leaf right there? It fell off it and into our planter. Oh, no. Are you never going outside again? And then I saw again? it scramble in. And yeah, from the top little... of the fence, I saw it scramble into the ivy. I did see all the ivy moving. That's why I came oh, over to look Jesus out there. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, well, there's probably a whole nest of oh, them Oh, my there. God. Don't say that word. Don't say that word. It's probably babies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, do rats eat their babies? We might be okay. Sometimes. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay, thanks for that, Dean. Uh, here's another one. Brian, Ed, and Kate. First, let me say Veep may be the best show ever made. It's That's a great, great show. I agree 100%. Great, great, great. Indeed, every single line is a gem. Secondly, with all the hotties invited to Brian's... Wait. Oh, it says coach. I think he means couch. Hold on. Let me start over. Secondly, with all the hotties invited to Brian's couch... How big is Brian and Kate's couch? <laughs> What's he talking about? You invited oh, two okay, people I was to say, sleep over. I was saying people could spend the night. I, I said Lori Laughlin could spend the night. It, it's a two-person couch. Two people could sleep on it. Not laid out. Two people can sleep like on one couch? Side by side. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a sectional. There's one that's like, a, um, that's like a lounge side that's for laying down. And then another person could kind of sleep on the other side, right? A small person. Yeah, I wouldn't be inviting any big bitches over the, there. Um, so well, you'd like need a, a little very person. short person you, on the lounger edge, but you can take can the Nobody can sleep in the off. sectional part. That's just what? They're, yeah, I feel like I think Lori Laughlin's probably only like I five could. two. If I took the the head cushion off, well, I what could. I'm saying is maybe somebody who lives here would be sleeping on the couch <laughs> while I was upstairs, <laughs> not alone. Also, we have so wait, like in your in the scenario in your head. Yes, keep going. You would banish me to the couch no. while you sat. How dare you? I would never. She wouldn't move out. She's just going to hang on the couch until you're upstairs. ready for her. Yeah, no, she would volunteer to go down to the couch oh, and right, be like, right. oh, Brian, I understand. Yeah. Here. I'll resume my marriage when they banging. leave. Yes. Go ahead and wear that out. Try, tell her not to make too much noise. That's exactly but what it was would happen. You're uh, right. It was the, it is the, what I would do. It was the girl who hosted SNL. You also invited her. Oh, which one was that? The one that Kate said <laughs> was, was uh, considering selling her body. Something. Oh, Halsey. Halsey. Oh, yeah, yeah Halsey. Halsey. I don't, Halsey's gonna looks kind of dirty to me. I don't know that I'd want her staying the night. Mm. Might have to do something in another location mm. with her. Just out of respect. Maybe right. outside. Out of respect to rat. you. Yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> scoop that up and take her to that gym down the block. So super respectful. Thank hotel you. hotel where my gym is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, Hold on. What was I saying? Oh, with all the hotties. Okay. They, yeah. My couch is a sectional. Okay. Now to the point. I have a friend who walked in on his wife humping a sex doll with a rather large member. <laughs> <laughs> what? This Come friend, on. this friend is upset. <laughs> and I don't know. This is, he's, you got to proofread these things. This friend is upset and somewhat shocked. 
Oh, okay. Somewhat shocked. This sex doll cost him, cost about $2,400 he found out. Oh, my God. God. His wife says it's no different than using a vibrator. Well, a vibrator is like 40 bucks. There's a little bit of a price difference. So I would argue there is a difference. Also, where do you store it? Also, a doll, like a full... Is it yeah, one of these torsos? I would say like a twenty three hundred dollar difference. Yeah. Yes. And it's um, like, yeah. And if you're, you're you want a whole body involved, that's a little different than just needing some satisfaction from a dildo or vibrator. Difference. Yeah, because there's those ones that are just like a um, that it's just like a. Um, I need pelvis. to know. I want more details about the sex doll. Like, is it Ryan Gosling? Who is it? Yeah. Does it have a Does it have feature? that open mouth like all, is it all uh, inflatable yeah. dolls? Have? <laughs> well, oh, like, yeah, does it have sure like um, no, does it have dude, like though. muscles sprayed on like sprayed yeah. oh, on? Yes. What is abs? Kate, Kate, your top three. Mm. Who are your sex dolls? Who would you have made into a sex doll that oh. you that I could come home and catch you? Sexing and also we don't have room in our closet for this thing. So bird convy. Sex dolls creep me out, yeah, so don't yeah, worry about I, that. I agree with that. Um his wife says it's no different than using a vibrator. Is my friend correct to be really upset? Brian and Ed, what do you say? And Kate, would you be more upset if you walked in on Brian with a Japanese sex doll rather than him just watching porn and polishing his ladle? I can't think of something I, more embarrassing than getting <laughs> caught with a whole doll. I don't know if upset's yeah. the right word. Yeah, um, extremely weird. fucking concerned. I would tell your friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, if you want to be a good buddy, I would say enjoy while she's fucking the doll because there's going to be a real dude there in like a month and a half. Wow. Well, you're, th- you're saying it's a gateway. Of it's course, a gateway dick. <laughs> of course, she needs human connection. She needs she needs a body. It's it's gonna be a dude. You tell your buddy it's time to file papers. It, well, like maybe hit up a marriage counselor. Yeah, it is. Like I I don't have any problem with self pleasure. I don't. He's I don't paying either. for that. Like who's paying for yeah. that doll? Yeah, that's a little like, weird. Like spending that kind purchases. of money without like yeah. talking about it. Yeah. If you share your finances that would be an issue for me i'd be like fuck are you doing right yeah you just those those kind of purchases you discuss a little bit yeah i've told him it's just a doll and the fact that her doll had a 10 inch member (laughs) is not a big deal after all when was the last time you saw a four inch (laughs) vibrator thanks for your advice I'll pass it along. Thanks, Kennard in Kansas. Yeah, I mean, it's not a deal breaker, but it's definitely it's a, a single eyebrow raised. That is a red flag. Like something, situation. Yeah, something's happening I, here. Yeah, I have no problem if, if he found a dildo, but this, this is yeah. different. Kate, what would you – would you be more – I just want you to know yeah. if that – if you ever found me in that situation, you yeah. should be extremely concerned. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you trying to tell Hold me something? Doll? Is there well, a chance, dolls gross me out. Is there yeah. a chance he could so. find this doll online and send us a link so we know exactly Can- what she's working with? Yes, mm-hmm. Canard in Kansas. Find the actual need more doll, dates on the doll so I can use it as a picture for our uh, <laughs> to get people to click on our podcast. Uh, okay, thank you for that, Canard. That was fantastic. Hey, guys. Love the show. Can you give me some advice? I want to convince my lady to let me do butt stuff, but don't know how to approach the topic. Thanks for all your help, Paul. I mean, John in Dallas. Wow. Kate, you're a lady. 
Maybe like a tastefully curated um, picture from the internet. Oh, and maybe uh-huh. like with the subject line of the email, like you into this question mark. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's one um, no, way to approach it. I mean, it. I think probably like an honest kind of conversation, yeah. make it sexy maybe while you're being intimate. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, here's what you do, John. Oh. Here's what you do. <laughs> When you're, uh, you just, you slowly work up to it. So when you're back there doing work, putting it away, dorsal ventral position, you know what I'm saying? You're behind. You just lightly caress that area. You maybe get your finger a little bit wet. Okay, Brian. You just like, lightly, let's keep this PG. You just lightly, I'm just like, giving this him is, advice. This is for another podcast. You just lightly caress the area. And if she doesn't slap your hand away, <laughs> then, that, then that lets you know that the next time <laughs> you can offer her a little bit more. And you work up to it. And then maybe after, when you're bathing in the afterglow, you go, hey, did you like, did you like what I was doing? Would you like me to do more of that? Do that. That'll work. Ed Daly, your thoughts? I've never asked the question. It's just, it's not, it's not a desire of mine. It isn't. Yeah. It, it's a thing you do in your 20s. Yeah, I never. That's what I'll say. I don't know. John's I, must be in his I was, I've never, I don't know how you asked that one. Yeah. I think. I say you were, you. I think the best way to go, do it. You go for no, it. this is what you yeah. do. This is what you do. Oh, interesting. You okay. wait till she's coming home from work and then she uh-huh. finds you. On top of a doll, doing it in the doll. Yes. Spot, right? <laughs> and then you point to her and say, you want in on this? <laughs> the, hey, that's one way to go about it. Either way. Or jump. go out, have yeah. lots of drinks. Yeah, you got to get her drunk first for Come sure. Come home. Yeah. Get it started. Yes. And then Offers. do the old whoops. Yes. No, don't do the whoops. Don't do the whoops. <laughs> that is That can backfire, so to speak. Stay away from the whoops. Don't listen to me. I'm kidding. Yeah. What's that, Ed? Poppers. Give her some poppers. Yes. Yes. Go to the gay side of town, get some poppers, amyl nitrate, and that relaxes things. Yeah, exactly. We're pretty helpful. Uh, Okay, Kate, what is going on? Thanks for all, everybody. Thank you. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. That was a fantastic week of voicemails and emails. Please reach out. We love it. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com, 949-464-TBLS. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? All I need is Takashi 69, Jungle Lows, and the beat is Korean of fine. Oh, I hope Kate's got this to Tremendous pipes on that. Writes a bill. You can really sing. Okay, Kate. What is going on in the world of pop culture? Um, I don't know if any of you out there are fans of the Sharknado franchise. Uh, who isn't? Ian Zeering. Why isn't it Ian? Tara Reed. Yeah. yeah. Everyone Tara else is Reed. Ian. Why does he? Yeah, he's Ian. Ian. I I did yeah, I did enjoy question. the first one. There's been like also five, why was right? he thirty in high school? Yeah. So it seems that Tara was a little upset with the 
creators, producers of Sharknado. Oh. She, last year in December, filed a $100 million lawsuit um, claiming that they had used, misappropriated her likeness or image for commercial purpose without her consent, including slot machines and alcoholic beverages, and apparently this was not in her contract. Oh, that's a big deal. She could get money for so, that. So I'm a little confused as why this has this lawsuit has since been dropped oh, they, because because they chipped her off. Um, they must have. It yeah. doesn't say that she's been paid off, but I'm assuming that she came to some kind of a big settlement with them. Yeah, good for Tara. She could use it. Like she doesn't. I feel like she could use it too. Seem like the brightest. She seems like she's wasted Person. a lot of money on bad plastic surgery. Yes. I think is she from your neck of the woods? I believe she's a. Proud daughter of New Jersey, Ed. I'll have to look up where. I don't. Yeah, look look that up. How many Chuck Nato movies do you think they've been? I will say three. Three Sharknados. Three? Yes. I would guess What'd like guess? five because it's, that was years ago and they keep making them, right? There's been uh, four? Six. Whoa. Six. The original um, was from 2013. You? I feel like I last watched one that was last year. I feel like it was a real thing people we were did. talking about. And it was really low budge. It like was, it was bad. Bad. Ah, interesting. was there. She, uh, she grew she up from Jersey. She grew. I I think I know somebody who grew up in her town. Banged her. She's she's our age. Yeah, Wyckoff, New Jersey. I I I think we can oh. find out more about her. Okay, I'm going to do some out. digging. I'll be back. Okay, fantastic. Uh, Kate, what else? Apparently, Game of Thrones creators David Benioff and D.B. Weiss mm-hmm. like to mess with uh, the actors, mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. they write um, joke storylines oh, into the script for they, them. Do they because go? Do they mess with them and go? Do they go? Hey, look at my zillion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, for instance, Kit Harrington had received joke mm. scripts with fake storylines for uh, his character. Oh. So when Maisie Williams found out that Arya Stark, the character she portrays, would have a sex scene in the final season, she thought they were playing a ha-ha on her. Turns out they were not. Arya, who was, I think, 11 on the show when When, the show started. No, she was was 11. The actress was 11. Oh, she was 11? Oh, she's now 22. Is that right? She's 20. She's 22. what I read. 22. Well, I'm reading that she's 22. Okay, yeah. I'll Maybe take she's wrong. Yeah. Anyway, but on the show, her character was 11. Yeah, sure. So, she was a little kid. Um, it was a little disturbing last night when yeah. she uh, lost her V card. So I don't, Ed, I know you don't watch. Because I know she's in my mind, alert, she's still she a little kid. I thought she was Yeah, she's young. an adult. Okay. But she does look young. That is disturbing. But the thing was, I saw this, and I'm just not, like, I'm, there's no one more liberal than me. Let me just put that out there. There's no one more fair and more just than me. Yeah. But justice warrior. But when I see like this thing where they're like, um, oh, the um I read this whole thing where they're like, well, I read like two lines of it and I was like, fuck off. Where they're like, the um the women's characters have been treated horribly because there's been rapes and stuff on the on mm. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I'm like most of the biggest characters on the show are women. 
Like, there's tons of very strong women portrayals. And yes, mm-hmm. there's been rapes, but that's it's it's a, a dramatic show. And then also... Also, rapes for sure happened. Yeah, they, yeah, of course. And then they're like... Um, and then, So then I saw a thing where they're like, that um, Arya Stark having sex in that part of the storyline made no sense. And I'm like, well, if I had never had sex... And, and I, I knew thought I was going to die. I'm for sure going to die in a few hours. Yeah. I might want to try to have sex. With your crush. Yes. It's not just a rando. Yes. Gendry. Or a rando. Like, and she had been making yes. eyes at each other for years now. It was no big deal. Whatever. They had sex. Ed, your thoughts? Well, she wasn't raped, right? I mean, no. sure. it was her idea. No, she, was, she took control. She sure did. She, cl- she climbed on it. Also, I just want to say... Um, yeah. That the creators let um, Maisie Williams, is the actress's name, yeah. um, decide how much skin she wanted to show. Yeah. So she kept it pretty, pretty was, private. You got some side boob there. Now was that? Uh, yeah. I felt like that might have been CGI. I don't know. Doesn't yeah. say. Okay, interesting. Um, I got an update on Nick Cage's um, marriage of four days. <laughs> How are they doing? They're back at it. They're in love. They don't seem to be doing so well. Um, his wife of four days, um, Erica Koika, Koika. Oh, your guess sure is you as good that. as mine. Um, is asking for spousal support in their ongoing divorce. Is he like, I don't have it. Um, Sorry. Erica, 35, um, is also against Cage's request for an annulment. Yeah. With of the, uh, um, reporting that, uh, she claimed that she had, t- he asked her to start again in the right way only 12 days after he filed. <laughs> And their marriage. The <laughs> How I give she you- also claimed that she lost opportunities as a makeup artist due to the ordeal oh, and wants to, him to pay for her legal fee- fees. Um, oh, Nick. Yeah. Bad decisions. So. Maybe start he drinking. claims he was too drunk to understand his actions. What if I give you one of my 193 Rolls Royces? <laughs> this reminds me of that scene in Peggy Sue Got Married where we got married <laughs> and then 90 minutes later it was all over. I'm looking at this picture of him with this very manicured beard Ooh, and this kind of like and the hair dyed. and it's all um, blow dried and hair is fading. Yeah. It looks yeah. like Wayne Newton. Here's the thing about Nick Cage. He's a really good actor. He's great. Or was. He's great. He's yeah. got it in him. Yes, yeah. he does. That's, Agreed. that's also it, the uh, sad thing about Eddie Murphy for years and years. There's right. something in there, yeah. but he's in of terrible course. shit. Yes. Agreed. So annulment, uh, sorry, uh, spousal support for a four-day marriage. Where are are you at with that? Um, All for it? I'm out on it. I'm (laughs) so fucking out on it. Dear Hummingbird. All the way out on it. I won't pay you any money. It's such a great story. (laughs) My Hummingbird. My Hummingbird. Dear Hummingbird. (laughs) Um, Okay, okay, what else? Um, Fans of... AMC's Better Call Saul, which was a spinoff of Breaking Bad. It's a good show. Vince Gilligan show. co-created. Um, seems like uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Gus Fring, Gus Fring is suggesting that villain. the next uh, season could be possibly the last. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's got and to also, be at some point. Everybody's getting older, too. Yeah, it, the it last is, they season have to shoot them in up, low light all the time. The last season wrapped up in October, and we're not getting the next one until 2020. Oh, yeah. Really annoys yeah, me. They took long breaks. Yeah, everybody's getting old. They all have wigs on. Um, but you could see at the end of last season that Saul has broken bad. Yeah. Like we're we're gonna get mm-hmm. and then where's there to go from that? You yeah, know? He's that's just true. he's gonna he turns into a piece of shit. We and know that's when he we know where Saul. Saul's story goes. Yeah, Saul Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. 
So but pretty good show. It's a great show. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's impressive that they had to work around the prequel. Like when I first heard it, I yeah. thought it'd be pretty yeah. gimmicky, but they've, they were it's able so to clever. come up with a, a good show. And make it really singular yeah, still. It, it and stand a, apart from Breaking Bad. It has a different tone. Yeah. Like it's, it has a lighter yeah. tone than even though people get, um, bag over the head murdered. Yeah. Um, it does. It has a, like a lighter feel, although it has, did get darker last season. Yeah. Uh, what else, Kate? Um, seems that Colin Jost. Does oh, not have a crush. Does not have a fan. Seems like a sex doll has been commissioned to be made of Colin Jost. Dear hummingbird. Does not have a fan a in writer dong. Stephen Hyden, who has written a takedown piece of Jost in an oh. Uproxx article titled "Why Does Everyone Still Hate SNL?" Such Colin an Jost. easy target. Like if you want to, if you want to be an interesting writer, you got to take on something that everyone loves. Yeah. So here's like, um, here's a piece from it. Nobody has been quite as disliked while also being as central to the show as Jost. Among the people I know who like SNL, Jost at best is a benign presence whose essential blandness precludes feeling one way or the other about his tenure on Weekend Update, or at worst, a smug hack who relies far too often on easy frat, frat dude punchlines with porno movies and penis sizes. Hide and rope. Uh, yeah. Um, also calls him nothing less than the epitome of white male mediocrity, an empty vessel who's handsome, but not that handsome, smart enough, but not all that smart and well, passably funny though. Only a few great on a generous curve. So he really goes after Jost and, um, I missed all of, uh, Michael Che came back and responded with a series of Instagram stories, most of them vulgar and since deleted, but kept um, were captured in some screen grabs. I really wish I'd seen that because yeah. I follow Che. Well, he took up on for Instagram. This guy. That's cool, and it's really stuck up for Joe. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's in a tough Jost, spot because he he should want to stand up for yeah. him, but also it'd be much better if it was just Che doing it and he was gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree. I kind of agree too. Also, if I were Colin Jost, but I don't find him like uh, offensive. If, he's just kind of like there. He's if I were the worst Jost, part of the show. I would, I would just, I would hold up a picture of Scarlett Johansson's ass. Well, I feel like that might have a little bit to do with it. Do you think there's some envy going on? Hey. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, totally. How you doing? I hope he does. How you doing? That's like a Pete Davidson comeback and he should do that next week. Because you, you got my name in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Guess what I got? (laughs) I'm not sure. Look what I scoop. Not sure if Scarlett would be down with that. Yeah, He'd have well, to whatever. check with her, but it would be whatever. funny if he did that. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. He's like a Harvard white guy with nice hair. Yeah. He's not like really my cup of tea, but I don't feel like he well, it's just a. Bi- I mean, it's just a shitty article. You, it's one thing to say he's a yeah. weak part of the show, but to go on and on, right. it makes me think maybe he's not interested in the Scarlett Johansson part. He's He's got some other things he's trying to work out. Totally good. I think I might have written read a book written by this guy. Even hide. It's very bitchy books. and angry. Yeah, yeah, you're a pussy. All right, is that it, Kate? I have one more story. Okay. Possibly the most important story right now, bigger than the Mueller report, bigger than everything, is Britney Spears possible um, mm. being held at her, against her will at a mental health facility. Mm. The hashtag Free Britney has been trending on on all social media platforms for quite some time now. Um, 
this prior point, to her um prior to her being it's um, over prior to her being shipped off to this mental health facility she was looking a little seemed a little yes. um uh, unhinged yes. on her Instagram account, which is um, she controls. I think it's her only outlet, and there was a lot of cries for help on it. She controls nothing. I think she's she, under conservatorship. I think, I think that they let her have her yeah. Instagram. Yeah, they probably delete yeah. a lot, but yeah. she um, posts enough stuff that's not like um, it doesn't look like somebody else has yeah. got got um, control of it. Anyway, the, she the paparazzi. She was allowed out for a day trip bad. yesterday with boyfriend Sam Esgari, yeah. and there's a picture of her. She really likes those Armenian dudes. There's a picture of her, and it's very disturbing. She looks like she is on a double dose of lithium. Yep. She looks like a mess. Her she hair. looks like a zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really upsetting. I know. Free Britney. Yeah. So um, I'm going to be watching this story. Yeah, closely. keep an eye on it. Keep us updated. Yeah. Um, so What's going on? Also, so fan, a lot of fans have been questioning for a long time whether she's being held um, at this facility against her will. Um, and now to add f- um, fire to this, uh, her mom, Lynn Spears, yeah. has been fueling speculation by liking social media posts yes. with the hashtag Free Britney. That's how we do it these days. Yep, that's how we let people that's know. That's how we send yep. messages. Because their mom isn't the conservator. The dad is. No, Jamie. Jamie Spears. And Jamie is, Jamie's in very ill health. Yeah. So I wonder what's really going on. Yeah. Interesting. So keep an eye on that. I, I feel like Britney is um, Britney's in trouble. Can't wait till the book about it comes out. Me too. Yeah. Uh, all right, is that it? That's it. All right, excellent job all the way around. Or Kate McManus for Ed Daily. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 265 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. CBLS, how oh yes, the lifestyle's baller. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Plus, you know there's Kate with a C, but she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me. Talking loud, commas, conundrums, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.